morning. Welcome to the Comsec Morning Podcast. My name is Tom Petrovsky. I'm a market analyst at Comsec. Well, in summary, we have seen a generally positive session as far as global stock markets have been concerned overnight. And that's been accompanied with a little bit of head scratching, which we'll step through in terms of some of the factors that could potentially be headwinds for stock prices in the near to medium term. But in terms of what we have seen overnight, we're recording this just after 7 a.m. Sydney time. We've got the Dow Jones up by around 0.8%. The S&P 500 is up by a half of 1%. And the NASDAQ is up by around 0.4%. So the point to highlight here is that in the early part of the session, U.S. stocks were under quite a bit of pressure. In fact, the S&P 500 at its worst levels was down by more than a half of 1%. So it staged actually quite a reasonable recovery under the circumstances. Part of the reason why stocks were under pressure in the early part was because of the economic news of the day. So figures in relation to the number of Americans claiming unemployment benefits uh, for the first time, this number fell in the last week to 190,000. So that was below the market's expectations. And it's just one of the figures that has highlighted the strength of the labor market in recent times. The number of people claiming unemployment benefits has been quite low for a number of weeks now. In fact, the better part of two months. Uh, and that just is consistent with that narr narrative that we have seen around labor market strength. And that uh, dovetailed immediately with figures in relation to unit labor costs in the US, which were uh, up by 3.2% in December. So that was well above the market's expectations. And that's part of the reason why we saw uh, not only stocks sell off in the early part of the session, but it was also contributing to the continued rise as far as long and short-term interest rates are concerned. And we saw that uh, through the moves in uh, two and 10-year US government bonds, particularly the 10-year US Treasury, up by around eight basis points at the time of recording. So putting it well above that high watermark or that uh, area of resistance, it would seem like at around 4%. There have been a number of uh, sessions where yields have rejected those levels. But uh, today, we have seen a clear move uh, on a sustained basis through that 4% level for the 10-year Treasury note. And that is the interesting uh, contradiction, I suppose, that notwithstanding that move higher uh, for uh, long-term interest rates in particular, uh, you have seen stocks sustain uh, a recovery over the course of the day. So the way that you can rationalize that is that we've actually seen stocks sell off quite aggressively over the course of recent sessions. So that might just be a little bit of a, a bounce back on, on that basis. So it would certainly be something worth treating with a little bit of caution uh, to see whether or not this move higher for stocks uh, can be sustained in any meaningful way. But uh, certainly that strong labor market data uh, is a little bit concerning and it's uh, very much underpinning those interest rates. So the other factor that has helped stocks at least sustain their recovery have been the comments made by Raphael Bostic, who is the head of the Atlanta Federal Reserve. And he made some comments suggesting that uh, over the course of summer, there could be a case for uh, interest rate hikes uh, being put on pause. And that was enough to sustain the uh, ever optimistic or from time to time rather uh, optimistic share market. So that's one way of rationalizing uh, all of that. So across the Atlantic, as far as European stocks were concerned, it was interesting to note the improvement across uh, the markets for European stocks, the broadest measure of stock performance in Europe up by around 0.6% having been down by two thirds of a percent in the early part of the session. 
the German index was down by around 0.1 of a percent early in trade. It finished with a gain of 0.2. Uh, the French market up two thirds of a percent and the UK benchmark up by about a third of a percent. So those improvements for stocks came notwithstanding uh, continued elevated readings as far as uh, European inflation is concerned. So the Eurozone inflation data for the month of uh, February uh, came in at 8.5% above 8.3%, which was what the markets were expecting. Uh, but they were sustained in that slight moderation from 8.6% in January to 8.5% in February uh, at the margins. So uh, again, uh, European stocks have been under pressure in recent days. So a little bit of a fillip of buying, uh, pushing them into positive territory. But again, worth watching in the next couple of sessions uh, to see whether or not those improvements are sustained and indeed uh, whether or not bond yields uh, continue their move higher. So other things to point in uh, point out is that uh, major currencies tended to be weaker against uh, the US dollar overnight. So uh, that included the Aussie dollar. It fell from around 67.35 US cents, trading closer to 67.2 at the time of recording. We have seen a bit of a mixed picture as far as uh, Commodity prices have been concerned. Uh, oil up by around a half of 1% or 44 cents to $84.75 US a barrel. We've got gold prices uh, largely down by about a third of a percent or close to $5 an ounce to $1,840 US dollars per ounce. Iron ore futures up by around 0.2 of a percent. Uh, investors have been encouraged by the latest readings that we've seen out of China in relation to activity in the services sector, a significant bounce in manufacturing activity, uh, the best outcome since uh, 2012 in the last couple of days. It's part of the reason why the materials complex in the ASX 200 has staged quite a meaningful recovery in the last couple of days that uh, the material stocks up by around 7%, uh, having seen quite a meaningful sell-off in the final days of last month. So helping out the uh, picture have been the most recent comments that we've seen from the big miners, BHP, Rio and Fortescue, uh, having reported their results in the last couple of weeks. They spoke about the optimism they have for the reopening of China, and that seemed to be corroborated with the better figures that we've seen on activity in Chinese manufacturing and services. Looking ahead today, as far as economic news is concerned, we don't have any tier one figures to look at, but there'll be lending indicators to take in. Uh, as far as company outcomes are concerned, we've got a number of stocks going ex-dividend, which has been a feature of recent sessions. Uh, today's though, today, those companies include Ampol, Nine Entertainment and Treasury Wine Estates, which will be all trading ex-dividend. Uh, as far as uh, today's session in the region is concerned, one of the highlights will be uh, the release of the Kaijin Services Index that will be released in China around lunchtime. So something to look forward to and indeed to understand the relationship between that and the uh, latest PMI figures that we've seen out of China. Uh, and the Aussie dollar has lost ground against the greenback. Uh, not terribly much, but it's trading back to around 67.3 US cents.